What is going on, y'all? Welcome to the Level With You show. You have reached level 32. My name is Wiley Olmsted. Thank you all for joining us today. As always, today I am joined by Anthony Dort. I can't find a 6-IV ditto. And Kenny Castro. I enjoy my beer. Very nice. I see you got the Mad Elf. Feeling yes. festive. Feeling... It's that time of the year. Fruity. Yeah, There's that, a lot of cherries and honey in that. Yes, it is, actually. I, I enjoy the... They have a special edition of one of this one that's been aged in um in whiskey barrels. Right? Don't they call it the Grand Cru or something version? Um, I don't know. Actually, I forgot what it was. I had it one time and I was like, "Wow, this is amazing!" Oh yeah. But I picked it up at the table and fine. So I might Ooh. pick it up again. Yeah, and what was it in a seven fifty? Like a bigger bottle? Yes, a bigger bottle. Okay. One of the taller ones. Gotcha. Cool. And the man with the plan behind the cam, we have Tyler Hadley, as hey, always, joining hey, us. Hey, everybody. You should make that your cam girl tagline. I'm the man with the plan behind the cam, girl. <laughs> All right. You never see me. One of my, my many nicknames for Tyler. All right. Uh, if you're joining us live on Facebook this week, thank you. Uh, you can also catch the video on demand Wednesdays on YouTube, as well as podcast services if you want the audio-only version. If you'd like to leave us in a uh, comment asking us a question, Kenny Castro will read it to us and we'll probably get to it at some point throughout the show. Uh, you also can feel free to leave a comment in the YouTube video and we'll feature you on next week's show. Um, if you could subscribe, that would be great. Leave us a nice review either on a podcast service or otherwise know, on your, in your local newspaper. Um, so yeah, what's been going on guys? How's your week going? I completed the Pokedex, so that's been pretty great. Oh yeah, very, uh, very. No, thank you, thank you. It's it's great. You know, I, I am the best. Um, but <laughs> I, was. I, I'm still I'm still working on the rank. You know, I'm very scared. So I've been trying to find a. Uh, spent the whole like past weekend just pretty much playing Pokemon and trying to get a Ditto, which I can't find. Didn't you just so, get one? I just got one, but I didn't check the uh, IVs yet because I didn't want to spoil it and I didn't want to be all pissed off for the podcast. Gotcha. <laughs> so okay. I want to wait. Yeah, I got to see if hopefully this one will be like. Cause I caught two five stars today, and they only had like four IVs. I need six. Man, I wonder how many people out there know what the hell you're talking about. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. Sometimes, <laughs> like, why am I doing this? I just spent 150 hours on the game. Why do I keep doing this to myself? And then I'm like, because I want to play. I've lied with people, and I'm like, I mean, what do you think percentage of people that are playing online are actually getting into the nitty gritty like that? I don't know. That's a good question. There's probably like I know there's the people that go to the, the tournaments and stuff. But yeah, for sure, for sure. I don't know. Are, are you going to be going to the tournament? Probably not. No, I don't. So I don't know why I'm spending this much time. Well, I think come it's, on, do it's it. It's a mental thing. Let's I mean, go. that'd be fun. I'd I'd go. Represent level with you. That's yeah, true. I'd be yeah. Split All the right. prize pool four ways. I like that. Hey, <laughs> I'll be re just reinvested back into the show. I'll do it. Yeah. How about you, Kenny? How's your week going? It's been going good. It's been going good. Yeah. Um, no complaints except for my Saints got beat by two points. Oh, uh, but yeah. that was a rough game. In a shootout. I know. A complete shootout. No was like, what, like 90 points in that game? 94 points. Dang. So what's your reasoning for being a Saints fan, if you don't mind me asking? Honestly, I really wasn't into football like that. And um, around, what is it, 06? I think when they drafted Reggie Bush, mm. I was like, wow, this kid is amazing. I saw, like, the college highlights, you know. I was like, all right, he's going to the Saints. And I was like, oh, you know, Drew Brees, you know. I don't know who this guy is, you know. Seems like he had some falling out, shoulder surgery, all that stuff. After that first season, I was like, wow, I kind of like how they run this offense. It's like, you know, real air raid, you know, passing, passing the ball a lot, you know, mm -hmm. airing it out. Um, and I like how Drew Brees was undersized. So I was like, okay, I could, I could, I could go behind them, you know, black and gold. Nobody really had really high hopes for this team. So okay, so you like, just genuinely liked them and became yeah. a fan, not because of where they come from, but because you just dug the style. I can dig yep. that. Okay, so I like the Miami Dolphins. I love the color of their jerseys. Mm. Turquoise, like turquoise, and <laughs> turquoise orange. and bright orange. Yep, yeah, I guess that's all right. I'm down with that. Yeah, I was up purple too. Is purple part of it? No, that's Vikings. That's purple yeah, and yellow. Yeah, that's yeah. Vikings. Oh, probably another team with purple. Yeah, the Ravens. Oh, yeah, there oh, well, we go. I'm colorblind, so is it purple with the Ravens? It's yeah, purple. it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I was like, wait a second. Is that dark blue or purple? Yeah. Could be both. Mauve? No, Mauve's red, right? No, purple. Mauve. The Mauve Avenger. Mauve. That's mm. like the cooler maroon. Mm. I don't know. Drew Brees also sounds like he could have his own uh, like deodorant or some kind of like... he's breezy, baby. Yeah. You oh, smell good. That. Yeah, I mean... As soon as Michael Jordan retires from the Haynes. Yeah. You just hit up Drew, Drew Breezy's. Yeah, no. Drew Breezy's. <laughs> I'd wear that. 
Uh, what about you, Tyler? Anything going on in your world most worth mentioning before we get into the games? Uh, not a whole lot. Just a lot of level with you type stuff. Yep, yep. Hung out with each of you over the weekend on three different days. Yeah, we spread <laughs> right. each other out. It was good. Yeah. That was yeah. pretty interesting. Mm. Yep. And uh, yeah, so far this week's going by pretty slow work-wise. But yeah. here we are. Yeah, I mean, uh, so on Sunday I came over here, wrote up my top 10 games of the year. You'll be seeing that video go up in the next couple of weeks. Um, and what were you doing here on your Saturday? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, I had the Saturday shift. Uh, yeah. You know, woke up you know, pretty early, came over, did my time. Uh, we did some marketing stuff. We did a couple. Uh, I worked on a promotional ad for something that we have upcoming. I mean, can't we mention it? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think it's it's yeah. getting close. Yeah, yeah the, the Smash Bros. Turtle. Yeah, because we have the thing up already on the website. Yeah. But did some promotional uh, graphics for the Smash tournament. So I'm gonna. See some posters around, put it online, try to get some physical forms, maybe print out and slap them some places. Sounds good. And then uh, watch, what do we do? Tyler made some bomb tacos, and then I immediately made hot brown rain in his toilet for like <laughs> 45 minutes. I came down, I thought I was done. I went right back up, I was like, nope, gotta go. We're playing Smash Bros. So I think it was just getting, I was getting so, so into it, it was intense. My stomach was just like, all right, we need to digest all the stuff to give you the energy, and then just digest it too quickly. So I had to digest it out of my system thanks for the steamy details hey no problem yeah. <laughs> it was very steamy thank god your bathroom is a fan oh my right. god but it's very comfortable i guess i got the poopery up there it, it, you do have the poopery i didn't use it i'm sorry i used the little spray because i was just like oh i thought poopery looks like something you just rub it out of your clothes <laughs> but, and kenny what'd you do on friday so my friday shift contented uh, intended of like Drinking and Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. <laughs> That's we right, did, yeah. You we, guys did, like... we did some talking about, you know, the things we were going to do. So more of a team-building exercise. It was. It was like morale. We were like, yeah, this is what we're going to do. Like, <laughs> I want a medium bonus wings. They did trust falls in the in the restaurant. They're like, all right, Tyler, trust me. Yeah. Catch me. Yeah, you know, because we did do the trust fall because Tyler's like, I never had the street talk about Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm like... You gotta try it. Had the what? The street tacos. Oh, they have street tacos at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes, that's exactly the same reaction he had. Ooh. And I was like, they're good. But then I ordered them, and I was like, grab one, please. He grabbed one. He ate it. What did you think, Tyler? Oh yeah, they're great. They're really good. Really good. Yeah, better than Fronteras. Okay, and so what? A street taco? Is that just a soft taco? Like, yeah, just a small soft taco taco with like chicken and some pico. So just a hipster. Word thrown into a corporate ass restaurant. You know, yeah, yeah. Much. <laughs> Frontera's got real good and I, and I street tacos. With, and I fucks with it, so yeah. so I got off to try it. I, I get that my medium bonus, and I'm off to go. Okay. Who ruined um, Buffalo Wild Wings for me is when they took away the build your own burger. So, so we, <laughs> it's bullshit. So we already got a question roll in. Oh, okay. Right off rip. Hell yeah. So RJ Miranda asks, who will win in a Mortal Kombat tournament? <laughs> i'm gonna say it'd be a toss-up right now i think i've been playing it more so recently than you oh my god and um i think the last time oh, we geez. played it was maybe i don't know what i won 45 percent of them 40 percent of them something like that yeah, that's a decent percentage. i mean uh i think if we trained if we trained and we had some uh you know, preparation, and it wasn't just thrown on me right now. Like you're gonna <laughs> wheel it out. Was somebody wheeled in a big like AV? Like Tyler had been like, all right, I've been setting this right. up for weeks. We get the monitor. I already got a second PlayStation all set up to surprise Wiley. We're having to throw down right now, and he just wheels it out. Yeah, he has so, Diener come down the stairs, right, wheel with it the out. Question. So Wiley in touch with that Diener bringing the TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's a uh, it's a good question. I mean it's a good uh, something that we should do sometime. Yeah, I think I think definitely we could go live stream with it for the uh, followers. Okay, we yeah. Could maybe go on Facebook with it. Maybe you know. so. Um, I'll go. I'll go random ends up zero. You know. I'll okay. try. I'll try to see what characters I land with, and if I'm losing, then the best of seven, I'll go resort to sub zero. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. I uh, will keep that in mind, and I'll. All right. I think we should uh, kind of cruise through what we've been playing so that we can get right into all the news that's come out today. There's been news, quite a bit of news, news happening. You're right, there Tyler. Thank you for keeping us on task. I know you don't like when we mention Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, Tyler cringe. You'd be like, let's move on. I think, uh, I think I'd win, though, because I didn't win a single match that I fought against Wiley when we played at your house, but I think I'd, I have a pretty good shot of winning a tournament. Okay. So, but I I think wouldn't, you wouldn't make not it. Not following your logic. <laughs> <laughs> 
we set a tournament. I just set the tournament Saturday morning at 10 o'clock, and I'd be like, oh, Wiley, I guess it's just me and you. Anthony couldn't make it. He's too hungover. <laughs> Sorry, he's still sleeping. Uh, Saturdays go. Oh, God, yeah. All right. So what I've been playing, and I know what Kenny's been playing uh, on Xbox Game Pass Game of the Week, my friend Pedro. Yes. So this is a 2D action platformer. Emphasis on the action. Uh, you can slow down time at any time by clicking L3 on the stick. Uh, very stylized. Going for that whole Matrix vibe with your your backflips and your wall jumps and your uh, aiming in one direction and aiming in another direction with the other handgun. Uh, looks very cool. Uh, kind of a, a lo-fi uh, 2.5D aesthetic. Um, I played through the whole thing. Um, it was about five hours. Nice. Wow. And I thought it did a really good job of breaking up the gameplay with some uh, interesting set piece levels. It's a small spoiler here, but you there are some vehicles. I don't know if you've gotten to that yet. So I did that fight with the butcher is um, the first fight. The first fight with the butcher, that mini boss. Mm -hmm. um, that's the you're in the motorcycle and he's in the butcher truck. And doesn't it feel good? It felt. I was thrown off. I thought every set people was gonna just be like you know traversing through you know. Like, just up and down, you know, rolling. And then I'm like, wait a second, I'm fighting while on this motorcycle. I'm like, this feels dope. Yeah, the motors, like, just the fact that they throw in for one or two levels. Yeah, now you're doing everything on a motorcycle. And it, it feels good and it looks cool and just breaks things up in a nice way. Uh, later on, there's um, another vehicle. I won't say what it is. Uh, it's a little bit, it allows for some cool experimentation. Okay. Um, and the story, I think it's trying to go for a little bit of a hotline Miami thing with it's like, are you schizophrenic? Are you not schizophrenic? Is this banana real? Yes, literally. <laughs> it gave me like, I haven't played the game. I watched a little bit of gameplay, but it gave me like a big Trials HD kind of vibe, just the way of the perspective. So it's a little interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can see that. I mean, definitely from a... Probably controls a lot better though. I actually have never played a Trials game. I, neither have I. I've only looked at them. Yeah, I mean, they look very <laughs> frustrating. But... Uh... That's my friend Pedro. You can uh, get it for free if you got Game Pass. I highly recommend checking it out if you are in that ecosystem. Um, like I said, like super stylish, good time. You can grind for high scores if you really get into it. I was you get you know C, B, A, and S ranks. What what are you finding most of your rankings are? C's. Man. I'm getting a because, lot of C's. Because you know what, I feel as though a lot of it comes down to speed. And mm. I'm not going that fast. Mm. You know, I'm kind of like reloading, and then I'm like, okay, so who's ahead of me? Okay, this is how I'm gonna jump in there. You know, mm -hmm. so I'm kind of thinking of before I jump in, and I'm and I feel as though it's meant for you to just go and guns blazing, jump, focus, shoot at everything, and then just figure it out from there. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, and get combos because mm -hmm. you get kill combos. Um, yeah. I think my highest uh, was 29. Look at that, and uh, that was pretty good. Uh, he seems like a very speedrunner, like oriented. Yeah, like so once I'm, you beat it once, kind of go back and be. Like, I'm definitely trying to speed it up. I think I already got, I got one B, you know, and I, that one I went kind of fast. Mm -hmm. um, that was, but then again, also I had gotten the double Uzis at that point in time. So oh, okay, so yeah, I think the game has 40 levels. You said yes. That sounded about right. I think I got Bs on maybe 12 of them. The rest Cs, and then I got one S, mm. which was, I guess, on one of the set piece levels where it's kind of hard to screw up, but still felt good. Um, speaking of Game Pass, there's another one I ch checked out, and uh, it also involves, involves riding a bike, Lonely Mountain Downhill. Did you get a chance to check this one out at all? Um, actually, I was looking for it for some reason. I, I felt like I couldn't find it, but then again, I was looking at like 2 in the morning. Okay. Mm -hmm. was exhausted, so I might have passed it like five times while looking. Gotcha. And not installed it. So I first heard about this one on the Game Informer show uh, several weeks ago, and I decided to try it out. And you're essentially riding a mountain bike down a hill, although you would expect it to be behind the back since you're going down this rough terrain and there's all these curves around, but it's sort of an isometric camera, so that makes crashes more frequent, uh, but it also sort of makes the gameplay what it is. Uh, you're trying to balance whether or not you're speeding up or, um, or you're, whether you're kind of like going down the hill as fast as you can or you're being cautious and making sure you don't wipe. Um, each okay. time you do a level for the first time, you're just exploring, just to kind of get a feel for it, and then you're trying to beat your own time, and there's checkpoints along the way. It's uh, very realistic in terms of uh, falling. Um, you know, if you go off a jump that's seven feet and you hit a rock at the wrong angle, you're, you're going to fall. Um, 
and it's just really kind of relaxing and fun to play. I don't think there's much of a soundtrack. There's just nice nature sounds. Um, each level sort of seems based on seasons. Like I got to the, the second mountain out of four in the game, and it's very fall. There's lots of oranges and yellows, and I'm digging it. Like it's definitely a game to play once you maybe are a little tired of jumping around and shooting people and my friend Pedro. You just want to relax and still enjoy the gameplay. I, I wrote that it kind of gave me Death Stranding vibes because you're really just getting from point A to point B and your only enemy, or at least there are some enemies in Death Stranding, but the main one is the environment. And uh, I kind of had missed that because you know I'm going through Death Stranding withdrawal because I spent three weeks playing nothing but that and I loved it and now I'm just, uh, and this is scratching that itch just a little bit. Do you think they'll put DLC onto Death Stranding to give you a little? Um, I doubt it. I don't know. I think they probably would have said something. Yeah, they didn't really do much any DLC for like Metal Gear Solid Five, right, or Four even. That's a did. good point. I don't think there has ever been Metal Gear been. DLC. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Spooky. Um. So you, uh, speaking of Game Pass, you finished up Remnant from the Ashes. Yes. Yes. Frustrating to get that. Okay. Because um, the last boss. They really, they don't really tell you what to do, you know. Like, of course, it wouldn't just be go do this, but it was kind of frustrating, like to see this huge health bar and you're shooting at the last boss and in his second phase because you go through the first phase, um, you take him down in the first phase, he goes into a second phase, and you're like, wait a second, like I'm shooting at him and his, I'm doing a hundred damage with this shot, so I'm not critting, and it's not going anywhere. Like, so then I'm being transported into this other realm. I didn't realize it until, you know, I did look it up a little bit. And even then, at first, while looking it up, that still didn't help me to really beat it. Like, we tried this last fight ten times before really getting it. Okay, well, and I mean... We had, and we had to maximize, really, our, our, our you know, our, our loadout to really take this guy down. Like, we had to use a specific mod that we saw one guy use that was mowing down the last boss. And once we got through it, it felt so satisfying to take him down because I was like, wow, like I, this was the one boss except for another two of them out of the, all the bosses we had fought so far in this game that really frustrated us to this point where I was like, I'm putting this game down for a bit. Damn. I, I need to take a break. Okay. Uh, so overall, you, did you think it was a good game, great game? I really enjoyed it. I okay. really did enjoy it to the point where, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, I kind of, there's still like two or three bosses I haven't fought. So, okay. you know, we're, we're thinking about re-rolling the campaign to see, you know, on a harder difficulty, see if we bump into those bosses and take them down. Um, the hardest boss in the game, we didn't fight. So I'm looking forward to trying and fight him. So there's optional bosses. Are they still accessible from the world that you, from, from your playthrough, or do you need to do the re-roll campaign you thing? Would, you would have to re-roll campaign because it's based on, the, so the hardest boss is based on a decision you make in the campaign. So once you make that decision, you can't go back on it. Mm, okay. So it's, it's um, most likely anybody that's played the game is the Undying King. So he is the hardest boss in the game. I've okay. seen some Sounds of, very Dark Souls-y. I've Indeed. seen a lot of the rankings of bosses in the game, and that is almost always number one. Okay. How many bosses does the game have? Wow. Um, I personally ran into, you know, because if you didn't count some of the encounters where, like, you got to survive as boss fights, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, they got a good chunk. I want to say uh, upwards of more than 15. Okay. That's legit. Yeah. yeah, especially for a $40 game that was put on Game Pass a few months later. Uh, from the developers of Darksiders 3, and this came out just shortly after that. It seemed like it got a lot of positive reactions, so good on you. Um, and Anthony, we got to do our weekly check-in here. Oh, yeah. All right, All right so Doc, give me the news. Make it quick. Give me the Pokemon. Oof, nothing quick about 400 Pokemon, my friend. Completed the decks. Oh, I'll yeah. set this we already week. gave you an applause for that. Thank you. Thank You're you. Not getting I, like, I like hearing it again. <laughs> um, I did that. I've just been I've been working on breeding for competitive, so I'm trying to find. Uh, as I mentioned in the beginning, my six IV or best IV ditto, and you you can get one. You just have to continually spam this one raid den, uh, looking for a purple beam that comes up from one of the Pokemon dens respawn max raids. Uh, and the long and short of it is, you kind of just got to keep. Shutting the game off right before it saves, hoping you don't corrupt your save file. And uh, if you have the tech speed on slower, you can exit out and make sure you don't do that. But um, yeah, just pretty much doing that and then fighting them, catching them because you don't know what IVs they have till you catch them. And okay, 
So I was amazed. I was asking this guy, have you actually played online? He's played it for 150 hours. He's completed the Pokédex. His answer is no, because he's a big scaredy cat. I'm a big scaredy cat <laughs> till I get my 6 IV ditto, and then I'm going to start breeding, and then it's going to be another 200 hours, and then I'll be ready wow. with my team. <laughs> Okay. Not well, 200, but I mean, you got to breed, and it takes like 30-something eggs to get like a perfect IV. This is intense, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm also playing Pokemon. I've got five out of the eight badges. I'm almost 20 hours in. My Pokemon are in their 30s and 40s as far as levels go. I'm having fun, but uh, we'll get it, you there. it's very simple where I am. It sounds ridiculously complicated where you are. It's, it's really not. It's kind of just more mundane and tedious. It's just like... Because it's cool. I wish I had more story or more stuff to go do, like, in the game to, you know, kind of be like, okay, well, I can just keep doing all of this, you know, stuff that I want to do, like the random tedious breeding. And thank God for the wild area, though, because, like, I think that's honestly what is keeping me playing the game because that's all my time. Like, all my time is spent because you can hatch your eggs anywhere if you pick them up from the daycare. And there's also a daycare right in the wild area. And while I'm in there, I can go around, collect my watts, get random items. Um, that's how I'm actually... Uh, getting most of my money is because you can get the watts that you earn from either raid battles or finding a Pokemon or whatever. Talk to one of the guys that are out in the field, the watt traders. If you find one, and it's not guaranteed every day, but if you find one that's selling uh, luxury balls for about 100 watts a piece, get those, buy as many as you can afford with your watts, go back to any Poke Center, sell them at the Mart. It's the highest selling item. I sold 990 of those, and then I got about... I think it was like a million pokey dollars from doing that what? So that's how i've been grinding money so i'm up to five million right now wow that's yeah. crazy because i'm gonna go back blow all that cash on proteins hp ups and all that to give to my pokemon to have their evs i mean i could fight random pokemon that yield those evs when they faint but this is just easier to buy just to buy it just to buy the supplements because i can just get he's them. possessed mm -hmm. by the pokemon by the pokey demons yes well glad to hear that you're getting into it and i look forward to Hearing about your progress this you. week. I'll let you know. I'll let you know when I go online. I'll, I'll make sure I send a text to the group before I do. Yeah, yeah, that'll be. Uh, but I can put my feet in the water. Breaking news. Speaking of breaking news, it's the time of the show where we get into what's been happening into the video game universe. Take it away, Tyler. Cruising for a news. Cruising for a news in the part of the show where we read back the news that's on these pages. And it's a good thing we record the show on Tuesdays because a lot of stuff happened earlier in the morning. We had a Sony State of Play. We had a Nintendo Indie Direct. And so we're going to talk about those. Uh, but first of all, we have to talk about the new Bioshock game that was announced in sort of a strange, strangely unceremonious way on a 2K's Twitter so, 2K has announced a new Bioshock game. It's officially in the work from uh, an internal studio, Cloud Chamber. However, don't expect this game in the near future. Cloud Chamber is a new studio with locations in both Novato, California, and Montreal, Quebec, headed by Kelly Gilmore, who has worked on 2K's games for nearly two decades on Sid Meier's Civilization and XCOM. Speaking to IGN over email, Gilmore said that the team is at the earlier end of our process when asked how far along development was. Uh, Gilmore also declined to say whether this new Bioshock would function as a direct sequel uh, or a reboot, instead calling the project the next iteration in the Bioshock franchise. He also declined to comment on whether the new Bioshock would introduce a new cityscape as its setting or feature returns to Rapture or Columbia, saying that we hope that fans love our plans for this environment. That said, it'll be a bit of a wait for more details as the game will be in development for several years. Gilmore did confirm that original Bioshock created, creative director Ken Levine is not affiliated with Cloud Chamber, nor did he is he involved with the studio's development process. Gilmore did, however, speak to the existing Bioshock pedigree at Cloud Chamber, which includes Hoagie de la Plante. Hoagie? <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, as creative director, after previously working on Bioshock 1 and 2, Scott Sinclair as art director, a role Sinclair had on both Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite, and Jonathan Pelling as design director after working previously as the art team creative director on Bioshock Infinite. Um, so there's not really any details. Clearly it's going to be a next-gen game. Um, I don't know why they felt the need to come out and announce this. I mean, I'm, I'm stoked for it. Bioshock 1 is one of the best games of this century. But uh, So yeah, what's your guys' take? I've never been like super super into Bioshock. I like the games a lot. I still have to beat uh, Infinite. I've only heard amazing things about it. Plus, Elizabeth is super hot. Um, but 
I don't know why they announced it this early. It's just kind of like I think it's like what Square did with the Final Fantasy VII remake. They announced it like super, super, super early when they had like two CGI cutscenes done. Right, right. And like a very, very early alpha build, but. It just seems like, why do it this way when you could do it at a press event and get all this hype once you have yeah. some footage to show? Wait till E3 next year. Or yeah. Um, but I mean, I'll take it. Whatever. Yeah, that's cool. It's like I said, I think the rumors have been there about the Bioshock game being Yeah, you were Okay, true. Um, so I think it's just like, okay, the rumors are there. I think everybody kind of knows it. So let's just tell them. Like, it's like, yes, production. we're doing it. Okay, stop asking. <laughs> Sick of like having to lie to their families. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. They're, they're, they're throwing the carrot out, dangling it a little bit. Yeah, it's still pretty high up there. But that's a good point. They're it's... like, yeah, don't expect this anytime soon, bitches. No, yeah. you ain't gonna get a look at this for a long time. Even though craziness, I was going through more of um, Jason Schreier's tweets in, re in recent. I'm like within the last twenty four hours in regards to the Bioshock reveal, mm -hmm. and he says that. From his sources, the this iteration of Bioshock right now that they're working on has been in production since 2017. Okay. Wow. Yeah. No, so, no JPEG to show or anything like no logo. So I'm like, hey, you know, like I said, Jason Schreier got a lot of good sources, so maybe you know he's he's on to he's right about it. What do you call a game after Infinite? <laughs> I was just thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's more than Infinite? Plus well, one. <laughs> infinite squared. Oh, well, you know, I think. I think they could just i think they're going to be rebooting it i think i definitely understand that the infinite part of that that name was the lighthouse and the lighthouse at the end like how yeah i got real confused at the end i had to watch some explanation videos yeah i watched explanation videos like five times but you know i, I honestly think the concept that they went with it at the end was amazing it was cool it was definitely cool um to kind of bring a full circle that way mm -hmm. so i enjoyed it so i think the reboot i'm excited for definitely excited for did you prefer one or infinite so i never actually beat one or two. Oh, i never I, I never even played two i beat one and loved it and infinite got close to the end and got rid of my 360 and never beat it before getting rid of my 360. oh bummer yeah so i've been dying to get the collection they, um, it's on, on sale all the time. All the time. So yeah. I'm, I'm wanting to pick it up just so I could beat it. But then I'm like, that's adding three games to my backlog. True right that. Now. Yeah, it's, it's like, like oh man. Backlog. Yeah, yeah. I plan on getting that eventually too, just to have it on my shelf. Yep. But because I'd rather have that one physical, because mm -hmm. whatever. And plus that cover for the collection is kind of dope with the lighthouse. Oh it's yeah. Like, mm -hmm. And then it goes down and it's wrapped under it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool. You know, a uh, fun fact: the guy, uh, the art director. I'm not sure if it was this guy or another guy who basically he created Elizabeth uh, had a full out public statement was like please stop drawing porn of my character like please stop doing that Do you really? he's like there's so much porn of Elizabeth that please stop making porn of her and everyone's like no yeah. no, <laughs> we're not going to do that sorry uh, uh, rule, rule 32 44 baby 34. rule 34 don't look it up <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't go there Does that mean you can unless make, you want to you can make porn out of anything anything, okay. anything yeah. and everything can be porn Gotcha. rule 34 baby that is, and know, the rule how did they get away with all those parodies? I guess it's rule thirty-four. Exactly. Oh. So that's how Weird Al gets all of his albums out. It's under the parody clause. Gotcha. Oh, mm -hmm. it all makes sense now. Yeah, that's why Blizzard isn't out there suing Pornhub for all their work. Yeah, oh my, yeah, I know all these, all the source filmmakers, just Blizzard or not Blizzard, Overwatch. I've seen so much Overwatch porn. Oh my god, it's everywhere. You can't escape it. It's like half a Pornhub now. It's crazy. I mean, you can man. find Pokemon porn, find sexy Pokemon all over the internet. I don't too. like this. As, as, much, as big as <laughs> this it is, is it's a like, show for kids. It's I don't on like, YouTube. I don't like no. Pokemon porn. We gotta, we gotta evoke for Kappa. <laughs> yeah, it's in this. Gotta Kappa that it's out. Not a show for kids. Moving <laughs> on to our next story. We had a. I'm not a damn furry. <laughs> a Sony State of Play this morning. Uh, came came uh, started at nine o'clock Eastern time. And I'm not going to go over everything, but we are going to go over the sort of uh, things that we thought were notable. The major thing which leaked, we discussed it last week, Resident Evil got revealed. Resident Evil 3, the remake, I predicted it would come out as a surprise January or February release. It ended up being April 3rd, which is right around that corner. And I thought they did a super cool thing. They um, were showing some Project Resistance, which is the 4v1... Uh, so we're a PvP game, mm -hmm. and they said, and now to show you some of the campaign of Project Resistance. And I'm like, damn, what the hell? They're making another Resident Evil camp campaign in addition to three. And so you're watching, you're watching, you're watching, and then you realize that it is three, and you're like, oh shit! So it's actually going to have a, like a fully fledged multiplayer 
and the games coming out in April. Uh, well done, Capcom. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Capcom's bringing it back. Oh, they they already brought that shit. Mm-hmm. They've been killing it since... They, they had since, a hint in the remake, too, right? Or two, two's remake? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's been... Uh, it's in their engine. It's their in-house team. They've... Ever since Resident Evil 7, we've got Monster Hunter World. We've got... Devil May Cry 5. Devil May Cry 5. We've got Resident Evil 2. Um, I still want to play 5. And a lot of great remakes, like... Um, or uh, re- re-releases, I should say, like the Mega Man Collection and... Uh, oh, yeah, the X Anniversary. They did so, all yeah. that. Can't wait for Capcom to get the ball rolling with a, a good Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah, man. thank God, please. Well, well... <laughs> That was before their hot streak. That was right before they I took know. off. So yeah. now they gotta take it off with during the hot. Streak. And they gotta put it back they on. Right. Yeah, they well, get it right. the last one was called Infinite, so they're screwed. No, no I'm kidding. <laughs> they're, they're gonna go take a page from Bioshock, uh, and they'll be like, "Well, what are you guys doing?" And they're like, well, I don't know, "They we're call doing it this. the Bioshock." The Bioshock. <laughs> the Marvel versus Capcom. The Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah, I don't know. With the D at the at the beginning, you know, you change a lot. The Marvel versus Capcom. Marvel. So what's your guys' thoughts on this? Are you stoked for this? I mean, you guys didn't even play it too, though, did you? No. Oh, yeah, you guys are a bunch of scaredy cats. I am a bunch of scaredy cats. Right. Okay, so, so I'm the only one here that can play a horror game. That's great. <laughs> oh, I'm stoked for the project existence because everybody knows how much I love those those games where you got to survive. Okay, where it's just one you you against one big bad. Well, no, well, it's four of us against one big bad. So Left for Dead, right? Right, right. right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds way, great. Yeah. It's like Dead by Daylight and... You know, Friday the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It'll be fun. it'll be fun. I'll be playing that. Cool. You know, hopefully you guys join me online with that. And it took long enough, more like five or six years, but we finally got a release date for Dreams. Uh, and this game has been in early access on the PlayStation Store, super low key, uh, for twenty nine ninety nine for many months now. There's been a lot of games that have been shown. There's a lot of really impressive shit out there. If you want to look up videos on YouTube of Dreams, it's a a game where you essentially are given the tools to make uh, an extremely detailed game of pretty much any genre. Extremely impressive. Uh, it's coming out on Valentine's Day. Wow. Uh, and I don't think you can buy the twenty nine ninety nine version anymore. It's going to be a full retail release, I assume, for 60 bucks. If you did buy the twenty nine ninety nine version, you get the game. So I was like, oh, darn, I should have done that. But... Is pretty much everything in the game, when it comes out, going to be in the twenty nine ninety nine version? Are they just upping the price? Well, they also are going to have their own campaign. Oh, okay. Yeah. So kind of like a Mario Maker in a way. Sort Maybe. of. Yeah, well, it's like, I mean, it's the same concept as a Mario Maker, except for you're given a vastly, it's vastly more complicated and you can make a lot more than just a Mario game. Okay. Like you, you can straight up, people have remade Metal Gear Solid. Oh, wow. Like, you are a game dev. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, the, the whole game was made within the engine mm-hmm. that uh, like the, their game you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get okay. you. I get okay. you. Okay, it's interesting because it's like it's like when I buy RPG Maker on sale for Steam, and I'm like, oh, I'll make all these games, and it's like, I don't want to make any games. <laughs> so this is a, something that's been kicking around uh, Sony's press conferences for years. Like I think it was announced in 2015, or, or maybe even 14 or something. Like it's been a long ass time. It was on the Game Informer cover back like three years ago. Oh, isn't that the one they announced Conquer for? They're like Conquer's back in Project Dream, and it's like, well, back, but I'm not a real game. Um, that's not ringing a bell. Um, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm thinking of something different, but I know there was like a conquer. It might have been like the failed Xbox one, the Microsoft one. Mm. But so yeah. I'm excited and, for this. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely very cool. Am I going to jump into it? Probably not. It seems like a very big commitment to jump into something like this and try and learn how to use all the tools, develop a game. Exactly mm-hmm. what I, I mean, don't it's, date. It's yeah. very interesting. Very I mean, but we I've, can play the games and then talk about them. That's our thing, right? Yeah, we could. We could just play, find a bunch of different dream games and then play those. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. sure that, I hope that it catches on as a good streaming game and, uh, you know, mm. oh, look what I found now type of thing because there's infinite potential for, for cool discoverabilities. I hope they make it more intuitive than Super Mario Maker 2 where you're able to a little bit more easily follow creators and, I don't know, have menus and full-fledged games rather than mm. just, uh, you know, e- one level. access. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so Untitled Goose Game coming to PS4 on December 17th. That's what led off the state of play. And then later on in the day, Xbox Game Pass tweeted that it's coming to Game Pass. So Ooh. if you got both, I'd, I'd wait. Um, we got a first look at the new platinum joint called Babylon's Fall. Looked like a pretty typical 
platinum stuff. Oh yeah, looked a lot a lot like a astral chain. Yeah, I'm wondering where where's Bayonetta three at? I mean, they've been working on that for a long time now, and yeah. yeah. So we actually did we actually do have some Bayonetta related news later on in the show. Um, and then what else we got? Kingdom Hearts three DLC. We got to look at the trailer, which I guess leaked a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was officially released a few days ago. All, All right. right, take it away. The floor is yours. <laughs> Where? Uh, yeah. It's, so it's... the the video itself, the Kingdom Hearts trailer, just kind of showcased all the different characters you'd be able to play as. Um, for the first time, we're able to actually traverse the what's the world oh, where you fight Kala um, uh, something was it Skara a uh, Cal fuck. yeah where wherever the whatever the last part where you walk in for like it looks beautiful it's shown in the opening and you walk two feet into it at the very end of the game and then you fight the last boss there and it doesn't let you explore it at all except during the fight mm. Skala at Kalem yep. that's what it is yeah so that looks really cool yeah I, I was super to stoked to see that traverse that area see what that was all about mm-hmm. um because I mean you kind of get some of that in. Uh, dream, dream, no, not dream. dream no, um, I mean, it was kind of candle. Yeah. Why is it called but, rewind? That's a good question. Re- so, remind. Oh, is it remind? Yeah. Oh, sorry. So, my understanding that I would, if I'm theorizing why they call him at remind, um, from the trailer, Sora's going back and kind of almost reliving the other characters' moments in part three and kind of witnessing it to kind of reconnect hearts his connection to the hearts and so he's trying to get um Kyrie. so if you play the game at the end don't don't spoil the ending dude well they everybody's played it, Have you played it? no they haven't don't spoil the ending of kingdom hearts 3 that came out this year something bad happens bad. and then Sora's like oh, i'm gonna be a good boy and go so fix it here in the trailer Sora's trying to get Kyrie. okay to do that he has to go through all these events in part three to reconnect the hearts and his way to get to her okay all right um so, I'm most excited is to play as the other characters because you'll mm-hmm. and you're showcased that you'll be able to play as Kyrie, you'll be able to play as Roxas, um, Axel, Sheon, and you only played as Sora in the past. Yes, you get to play as Riku for like spurst a couple times in three. In two, it was awesome because in the final boss fight at two, you got to like if you did this weird sequence of if you hit this certain attack pattern in the last boss, you like bind Sora. You're the guy you've been playing as the whole game and then Riku's there fighting with you for the first time ever and you're like oh my god and then the camera shifts over and it, the uh, behind your back it, to Riku's back and you're like playing as Riku and he only has like two or three commands he can like jump attack and then like one other thing but it's just those it like oh that's so cool but in three you could finally he has his own little list of spells and everything even though it was for like one fight it was pretty cool yeah. and you could play as Aqua too I think mm-hmm. for that one part when she fights yeah I think yes. so uh, what's his name the bad black Sora uh, Vanitas. Yeah. All right. I hope it's more than just one fight, though. I hope it's like. But then they keep on teasing the uh, the the Rex, whatever Verum his name, Rex. Verum Rex character. And how much is this DLC going to cost? They didn't say. They didn't say. They didn't say, they didn't say what they're going to do with it. But there was a breakdown on the website. I was trying to remember what the breakdown said, but it did say that there is, I want to say, nine secret battles being included with the DLC. Wow, it's a good amount of battles. I'll take it. Because at the beginning they showed the secret boss no. of the third game, but that was it because it's the only optional fight. What in, in three? Game? Yeah, that's not the only optional fight. There's that one. What's the other one? There's a bunch of them. Oh no, because you have to go back and do the. There's like thirteen optional battles. Oh wow, I want to say in three. In three, yeah, because that's when you because get those you little orbs, to, right? Yeah, so you got to go each one of those orbs is an optional battle in right. three. So you have to get all. You got to defeat all of them heading up to that last one. That's right. Yep. And Inferno, I want to say. Guy with the fire Hot Wheels on his, yes. he's got the swords. Yeah. And so I, for my understanding, I haven't fought him, but my he's he's a cake. If you're playing it on like, if even if you're playing it on proud, he's cake. It's it, it took it took me like, and I didn't really. It sucked because it wasn't really doing much planning and strategy. But I knew that at that point, I just grind the whole game. I went back and did everything to get the mm. ultimate weapon. So okay. I got that, and then I went and I died like four or five times at first, and then I went and like my sixth or seventh try, I was okay. able to just. Uh, I really wanted to kind of get the ultimate weapon and then head back and it's such a slog and replay it on critical yeah that's that was a good thing about critical how you could just get all your that was that was nice but it was a slog. That was probably my worst part about Kingdom Hearts 3 was trying to get the ultimate weapon. <laughs> That's always the worst part of Kingdom it is Hearts. The, even 2, I don't remember being that bad. 3, I just remember sitting there being like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. Like all those stupid Flan minigames, nope. those were horrible. <laughs> yeah. Those took me at least, because I went and I did them all in one sitting. Or no, yeah, because I had done a couple, maybe two I passed. 
but then you have to get a high score for yep. a bunch of them. And it took me literally, I think maybe four or five hours to do all of those. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Moving on to the next story. Nintendo also had a press conference of its, or not a press conference, a direct internet type style thing. Shouldn't call it that. Um, where they showcased a bunch of indies. And we're not going to go over every single one. There were quite a few. These are the ones that we felt were most notable. Uh, so they started off the story with a sequel to, or started off the video with a sequel to Golf Story called Sports Story. <laughs> it's an exclusive to Switch. Yeah. Um, I really like how they presented it because <laughs> they showed you that it was golf story mm -hmm. showed the guy hitting a golf ball and traversing the neighborhood and stuff like that but then it presented like other like a like a tennis racket and a soccer ball i'm like oh what are they doing here <laughs> like yeah. is it still is it golf story two is it, it yeah it threw me off because it was the trailer i didn't even know there was a golf story one but like i thought it was gonna <laughs> cut when he was like shooting the golf ball into the tennis court and i was like oh it's gonna cut to like another scene or something and then it kept going and i was like oh that's interesting but it was giving me um did you guys ever play any of the mario superstar tennis on game boy advance or like yeah, uh, yeah the yeah, golf yeah. one yep. now it's like it's the guys that made golden sun it's like an rpg but also tennis oh wow yeah it's really cool check it out it's a really cool like underrated uh, hidden gem for the game boy advance but I, it gave me a lot of those vibes so i definitely like this is a sports game that i want to play which is weird is Golden Sun available on anything that I can? That's not Game Boy Advance. Used to be on the eShop, and now that's like. Ah, uh, mm -hmm. used to be on 3DS. Mm -hmm. That and, sucks. Uh, is it on 3DS? I don't know if it's on 3DS. It's, it was on the Wii U and the Wii. Oh. I know that for a fact. Okay. Oh, definitely the Wii U because the gamepad. A lot of really Switch. good Game Boy Advance. Yeah, that, I remember being blown away by that as a kid. Mm -hmm. Golden Sun, first yep. one. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so what else do we see? We got Streets of Rage Four. A, a looks quick beautiful. look at that. Looks really cool. A sequel yep. to the infamous beat 'em up games from the early '90s, which were on the in arcades and Genesis, right? Yep. Were they on Super Nintendo? Super as well? Nintendo had one of them, I think. Okay. Streets of Rage, Streets of Fury, no. Beetle Fury, no. Google Definitely it. Streets of Rage on Super Nintendo. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to that one. The date we didn't get. A lot of very vague dates. That was kind of the thing. It was like sometime in 2020. First quarter. 2020. First quarter yeah. 2020. First half. <laughs> we did get a month for the following one, though. Super Mash, uh, which Tyler especially thought looked really cool. And I, I kind of didn't get a chance to watch the entire presentation, but I made sure to, to skim through that after he had mentioned it. Um, it's like... See, a game like this is something that I probably won't pick up Dreams but I'll pick up something like yes. this so I can like, oh, I can mix a JRPG with a platformer. Uh, platformer. I can mix a, what, a racing game with, with a stealth a... action game. <laughs> right. yeah. See, and... So the premise of the game, I guess, is there's two different genres. You, you mix them up and then it sort of creates a game. It has to be a preset game, though, right? Because like I don't know if they it's probably procedural. use preset assets. They probably have a bunch of assets that they're like, okay, so JRPG, we have character one, two, and three, and then we have environment one, two, and three with the set battle style, and then they mash it with like I don't know if a platformer like was the one they showed off. So it's like probably the same or similar stages in the platformer, and then it's probably just asset swaps, kind of like thrown yeah. in procedurally generated. Because then later in the video, they talked about like, oh, and once you. Yeah, like into the game you're going to unlock developer cards yeah and right, then you, right. like, you use these cards probably to manipulate whatever games you're playing the and... dev card and then at the end it showed you in a nice like really kind of stylized 3d shop it looked like you were like at a, like worked at a game store or like we're selling games and people are like i want to play something that's like this and this genre put together so i'm guessing that that's like the hub world you start in and then you make yeah. the games through that and play them but it, it looks like it i definitely agree it looks awesome yeah, that was a cool surprise, and I don't know if they mentioned if it was coming to other systems or not. I would assume so. I think I don't think they mentioned that it was an exclusive, but mm -hmm. a cool reveal regardless. Definitely um, a very interesting concept. Mm -hmm. uh, Dauntless, the hit cross-play PS4, Xbox One, Monster Hunter-like, is now available on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Epic Games is the developer. You know, probably a separate team than Fortnite, but it's got that sort of look to it. Um, I know we jumped into it. We tried to jump into it. There's a stupid video up on the channel about <laughs> us trying to get connected. Best video, can I say. Yeah. Best, best 10 out of 10. Um, you guys ever play it? I played it for a little bit, and it was funny because it was still in the beta on the PS4, and the whole intro scene had my character like off screen, and then he would flash in screen, and then he was inside the ship, and then he was outside the ship, and then he'd flash in, and it was just his head. It was really weird. It was really buggy, but it was fun. Okay. I played for like a couple hunts, and I was like, this would definitely be a lot more fun with friends and then i think we just went and played monster hunter the next day so i was like that's kind of scratching my itch it totally would 
be something I'd be into because as somebody that enjoyed Monster Hunter that finished the campaign, mm-hmm. I never quite got to that level of understanding all the systems and if it was a little bit more accessible, I would be more likely to download do it when you get home. Yeah. I'm down to play. Okay, sounds good. Um, and then I'm going to skip ahead quite a bit in the presentation. There are other videos that recommend checking it out. I don't want to go over every single one with you guys, but Axiom Verge 2 was the big one more thing at the end of the presentation. Axiom Verge 1 was a uh, Metroidvania platformer that came out, uh, I want to say 2017, maybe 2016. To critical acclaim, the guy Tom Hap, I believe is his name, is the sole creator, did all the music, all the everything. Took him several years. Game's really good. It's easy to get lost, which was something that was a little frustrating to me. But as far as 8-bit Metroid games, style Metroid games go, it looked had tremendous particle effects. It had really interesting weapons, lots of secrets to find. Uh, this one looks like maybe a little bit more of a SNES Genesis type of look. I don't know, it kind of reminded me of the transition that the messenger makes. Spoilers for the messenger. Um, but yeah, so looking forward to Axiom Verge 2. That was a nice surprise. One of the sequel to one of those indie games that you don't expect, sort of like um, what's that one? Spelunky 2, which we're still waiting on more information for. There was that other indie game too that was very uh, Hollow Knight esque. Hollow Knight. Oh yes. What was that one called? Uh, oh, the sword and something. Slicer. Called. <laughs> no. Sword. Oh, glowstone. Glime. Gleams. Glimestone. Gleam. Gleam. Light. Gleamfall. Gleamstone. Gleamshot. Gleamforge. There was also a, a game that reminded us of Shovel Knight, or not Shovel Knight, Hollow Knight. And what I was hoping for, and what this one website like totally teased was, and I guess a lot of people were expecting, is that we were going to finally get a release date for Hollow Knight Silk Song, the follow up to the brilliant 2017 Hollow Knight. That did not happen. I was sad. Yeah, a little disappointing. A little disappointing, but take your time, Team Cherry. Make another masterpiece. All right, moving on from the two. Um, you know, whatever you call them, not press conferences. <laughs> We're moving on to a tweet from Xbox that says, no more away games. And what do they mean by that, Kenny? So, that will be well, posted a tweet saying that in conjunction with Sony, they agreed to push out MLB The Show into more platforms, mm-hmm. not just as a Sony exclusive. So, that opens it up for the Xbox which Xbox has not had a dedicated baseball game on its platform. For a long time. For a very long time. Yes. And I feel as though this has been where Sony kills Microsoft in the sports department. Because the show, as much as I don't enjoy it, is a very, very good game. Mm-hmm. Like It's a, an amazing sports game. And a very big seller as well. Yes, it is. I know a lot of people that, or I don't know, I know a few people that mentioned me like, oh yeah, you know, I got the PlayStation because it has the show. I don't know how much of a system seller is, and I know that this was something that I think Sony, yeah, like they wanted this. They want the game to reach a bigger audience. Nope. They're sort of doing the Microsoft approach with, you know, sure, we want Minecraft on everything. Um, exactly. And maybe they just did the math. They're like, if we sell this many more copies, uh, maybe we're going to lose a few system sellers or a few system sales along the way. But, uh, you know, this should be thought of is the same way that 2k is thought of same way that madden is thought of and you know we still own the studio and i think that it's a smart move for them um and i also i know you mentioned xbox but apparently nintendo switch's account also like tweeted out a baseball yep. um so you can get it portable and yeah it's gonna be portable on the switch and i think it's gonna come for the switch and the xbox mm-hmm. which is amazing big big thing for playstation big thing for the mlb the show um, I think that's also generates money for the MLB, so of course they wanted it as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it always felt off to me that there was just, like, I was so mad at EA when they took away the rights from, or they bought exclusive NFL rights and they couldn't make EA, or the 2K5s anymore, or the, because NFL 2K5, which is the famous one that was 1999 and was, like, coming at Madden's throat, like, all right, we're, like, just as good as you, we're one-third of the price, and we... That year, I think, sold, if not as much, nearly as much, when it usually had been such mm-hmm. a wide margin. So, And then EA stepped in. They're like, nah, NFL, we got to talk. These guys are creeping up on our turf, and we can't have that. How many millions of dollars do you want? 
So it's called Gleam Light. Gleam Light. <laughs> it's called Gleam Light. And he's like, yeah, they're talking about sports. Like, yeah, it's just like, don't forget the name. Don't forget the name. And I forgot it once. I look at my phone. So definitely, yeah. definitely excited for this. I'm, I think I'll jump into it. See how good I can get at it. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Speaking of Xbox news, uh, some reporting from Jason Stryer came in over the weekend. In, and uh, it's essentially saying that there are going to be two versions of the next Xbox at launch, sort of like there are currently with the S and the X, but that is not usually the case right off the bat when a generation starts. So in June, Microsoft announced Project Scarlet, a new iteration of the Xbox that the company said would set a new bar for console power, speed, and performance. What Microsoft didn't say is that it is also working on a lower cost, diskless version of Scarlet, codenamed Lockhart, according to four people briefed on the company's plans. If those names sound familiar, that's because they've been floating around for a while. The earliest rumors about Microsoft's next-gen roadmap, circa 2018, suggested that Project Scarlet would consist of two Xbox models, the high-performance Anaconda and the lower-end Lockhart. In June, however, Microsoft announced that Scarlet was a single high-end console, which led to speculation and then press reports that Lockhart had been canceled. But Kotaku has learned that Lockhart is in fact still in the works as a cheaper, digital-only alternative to Scarlet, as the original rumors suggested. All right, a lot of words here. Uh, what we don't know, and what likely isn't finalized yet, is how the pricing will shake out, but it's easier to think of Anaconda as a successor to the Xbox One X and Lockhart as a successor to the Xbox One S, with a similar performance disparity. Game developers will be expected to support both Anaconda and Lockhart, which some are worried might hamper their ambitions for next-gen games in the coming years. Um, that was my first reaction. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. I understand why they're doing it, but let's see. There's, I heard somewhere that, okay, I think it's later on in this story here. When speaking to Kotaku, one one game developer briefed on Lockhart, uh, analogized, I hate that word. Uh, analogized. <laughs> thank you. To the different PlayStation 4 Pro in terms of raw graphical power, although there are other key differences that might make up for that. Lockhart is said to have a solid state drive, like both Anaconda and Sony's upcoming PS5, which is expected to have a significant impact on loading time. Um, then it later says, Microsoft's ideal target performance target performances are said to be 4K and 40, 60 frames per second on Anaconda and 1440p res- resolution with 60 frames per second on Lockhart. Um, so, interesting that out of the gate they're going to have two different models it looks like i do wonder if a little bit it might you know if they have to make games for both of them if developers might feel like they need to make it work well enough on one of the on the lockhart um i hope playstation doesn't do this Mm -hmm. um i know that xbox really wants to be the most powerful and that's why they were kind of having this like who's going to go first as far as releasing specs goes for next gen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, for us, clearly, we would get the Anaconda. Um, I do think that there are is an audience out there that might go for the Lockhart if it was significantly lower priced. Um, if it's like a hundred bucks, I think the Anaconda would still be the bigger seller just if the, if the power is that much of a jump as from the S to the X. But I mean, like, look at it as that we have right now. The X retails still for $4.99. You can find it a lot cheaper than that. And the S is, is it $1.99? Wow. Yeah, it's literally a... That's a big drop. Yeah, it's three, it's more than twice as much. So if it's similar to that, I can see both being as like viable consumer options. But I don't know. Anybody else have any thoughts? I mean, in my opinion, it's always been like, if you're going to buy it, just get the biggest, like... I don't, it's not, you know, more expensive, but like if you're going to be playing games for a lot, you know, yeah, exactly. The bigger package, you get the better package. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I know that's obviously not feasible to, you know, a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean, is there going to be the backlash like you had about Apple with the headphone jack without the disc drive? Yeah, that is very annoying, I will say, because it's just like, there's, it's all like, there's a headphone jack, but it's a Bluetooth. It's like for the charger. So you have to like, or Bluetooth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't think we'll see like a backlash about it. As long as there's a disc one available. Mm-hmm. If there was no yeah. disc one available, there would be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. 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 For sure. Mm-hmm. But Anaconda's going to have the disc drive. Um, Lockhart, like most likely the same, is that it's going to be the digital only. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, which is understandable. They're going to make it the lower price one. Yeah. Maybe at $200. They come out with a next gen game at $200. Two, $250 something. They're not going to put it that high. I'd say the 300. I, yeah, I'm saying three and five. Yeah, three and five. I don't think because was it? What was that PS4 when it dropped? Five, four. 
So, but the X, they're not going to make it less than the X, dude. Yeah. yeah. But I think the one of the things they've acknowledged is that their price points for their consoles is what is one of one of the things that made them lose the console. Yeah. The console battle this year. This, one of them and and the connect the yeah. that was part of the reason why it needed to be in there and they're just the whole terrible 2013 e3 where it has to always be online tv look TV, at all the tv, TV stuff yeah <laughs> the xbox one when it first dropped what was it 600 with the connect oh god uh, yeah, it was expensive it was super expensive it was like 550 i think yeah, 550, 550. Yeah. maybe with yeah connect, yep. okay yeah so. so we'll see I, my prediction is both consoles are going to be 499 um which i think people which is fair i mean mm -hmm. You know, inflation and all that, power, got to pay people, all that type of stuff. Um, moving on to a very sad story. Redbox no longer offering game rentals. Didn't we talk about that in one of the previous weeks? They were, like, debating on it or, like, they're starting to, like, wean it out? This is good. <laughs> How's it good? For all you thieves I see on LetGo and Facebook Marketplace, yeah. Redbox games you stole. You thieves. When I go to rent a game, I don't want to find a blank CD in there. I want the game. You... Has that happened to you? Yes, it has. Holy shit. And I, I had to call Redbox and be like, listen, I'm putting the game back in. I need you to give me a free rental. <laughs> Did they do it? Yeah. I'm good. Oh. Other people, probably most of the people trying to sell it too. They don't even peel the red box sticker. No, they off. don't. Yeah, exactly. So, or they try to, and it's or, like the paper. So, not, so sometimes I'm, I'm a troll, so I sit there and I'm like, "You really? You're gonna sell resell a red box here?" And they'll be like, "Hop off my post if you're not gonna buy it." I'm like, "Fuck mm. that! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that! I had to buy this game." Most likely. What are people price. doing? Buying it with a credit card that they're just. Their grandma's credit card or some shit. I don't so know. I've honestly I've heard of people. Uh, I was somebody that does it. Unfortunately, I know one person that does it, and I shame. I look down on them every single time. Well, well, what's his strategy? Because his I mean, aren't they getting charged sixty dollars? No. So his strategy is so he actually is able to peel. He's been able to peel. Like he's perfected peeling off that sticker. Okay. Come work for me. I got a whole bunch of wafer stickers that need to be peeled off and, of my job. And has placed it on like blank discs. And put it back in. Wow. Um, okay, so he's going the whole nine. Yeah. He's doing like shit that Leonardo DiCaprio is doing in Catch Me If You Can with the envelopes. But then the worst part <laughs> is, is that right? He's doing it. And he's acting. He's calling Redbox and being like, yo. Like, I got scammed. Wow. <laughs> the scammer doing the scamming. Wow. Ah. Double dipping. No, that is. I admire the ambition of that. Like, that that's, a, that's like. <laughs> but, you know, I understand. So, he doesn't do it every game. So, he does it for games. Oh, okay. That, he's, that he wants. If, that he's iffy about. Like, I think he did it for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I remember it. Uh, he was like, I want that game. I don't want to buy it full price. And I was like, what are you, you going to do? Are you going to rent it? He was like. I'm a red boxer. I'm gonna do the old switcheroo. <laughs> I'm gonna like, do the one-two switch. <laughs> but, but for the other people that actually like sit there, like he's not reselling on on let go. But these dudes that do it and resell it on let go and on, on Facebook Marketplace with the red box stickers to want it, I'm like, yo, what are you doing? That's what legit, doing? man. That's how I got it. Yeah, it's because you got it from Redbox. Exactly. I'm like, come on. Yeah, you think that that would be a little easier to, to catch? And, and yeah. actually, I've witnessed some person trying to trade in a red box game to oh, GameStop wow. while I was there, oh my God. and I put it. I had to hold in the laughter. What, I what the guy said? First in laughter, like the guy looked at him like, this is a red box game, like. We can't take this. Oh, how'd that get in there? <laughs> oh, Oops. I'm so are you, sorry. Are you serious? I lost the case. It's my game. Like, yeah, okay. All right, uh, then it's not Nintendo 64 cartridges anymore. Like, you fucking liar. Get the fuck out. I'm trying to find my controller. <laughs> that reminds me of... Let's, like, just go into the, the, the effort of peeling all the stickers off a Rubik's Cube and then putting the right colors on the right <laughs> side. They're like, why? Just... Why would you do that? That's genius. Yes. yes. It's the only way I can complete one, Anthony. That's the same here, but I mean, and I took a class on that in college. I did still, you really? I did. That was like a cop-out math class that I needed to pass. Wow. Yeah, it was like dual Rubik's Cube and algorithms, and I was like, this is dumb. My sister actually got really good at it. I don't know how. That's cool. I don't okay. know if she still can or not, but. My cousin can do it really quick. Can you? Yeah. Yeah, if you're watching, <laughs> which you probably aren't. Um, so... That was essentially it. Uh, the company's trademark rental kiosks have been handy way to rent physical copies of games, but if you relied on them, uh, they're permanently phasing out, blah, blah, blah. So steal the games now. So how can, pretty much the only way you can rent games 
these days is uh, Gamefly. Gamefly. Yeah, which is, have you ever looked at one of their Facebook posts and then looked at all the comments? Oh God, no. They're really funny. They're, they they do really good like clapback answers really? to people that are like talking shit. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'll check that out. Like somebody say like, you know, you're on borrowed time, and they'll just be like, and what's your point? <laughs> <laughs> you still renting them, boy? Yeah. Everybody, everybody's going with the Wendy's approach to clapbacks on social media. Definitely, that's definitely and like yeah, finding a way to like to be sassy in a way that mm-hmm. your fan base is gonna be like. Okay, they're just like me, except funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I'm gonna run from them now. They just gotta drop a mixtape like when like Wendy's did. Oh my god! Drop the mixtape. You didn't know this? No. What? I don't oh. follow Wendy's on Twitter, unfortunately. It's been out for a year now. It's dropped oh. on like Apple Music. I listen to this mixtape. Is it just a bunch of noise? Like people eating noise? No, like <laughs> so, uh, some chick, you know, coming at mcdonald's and everybody else oh like your beef's frozen and shit like that yeah how many songs are on said track album four or five that's really good for it more of a and it's an et (laughs) but it's a they're a mixtape you know wow wendy's Mm, okay i'll check it out did burger king like have a disc track in response or nothing no No? everybody's scared everybody's scared of wendy's Wendy's got got the clapbacks I know where you guys are such big fans. The last, uh, the last CD or last album that dropped from a fast food store that I listened to was the Yu-Gi-Oh one that dropped at McDonald's years ago, and they got the music to duel by. Oh my god, mm. glorious! Amazing. I'm gonna have to look on eBay for that so I can just be ready when I show up to work with the. It's so, it's so bad. It's so. If you ever get a chance, look up music to duel by. You won't be disappointed. Okay, oh, I gotta look it up. It might be on Spotify. Though. I think. It, I think it actually might be on Spotify. Nice. It's on YouTube. I think. I'm leaving here while playing that. Right. Well, you're going playing what? I'm gonna play that today. The I Wendy's. Oh, well, I'm gonna play? try and see if it's on Spotify. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got you. I'll drop a track. Let's stop at Wendy's on the way home. Get that two for five. Look exactly up the playlist. Plan was like in front of the computer, like. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love you, Wendy's. <laughs> All right, our final feel-good story of the week. A new remaster has been announced. Ten years after their original debut, Bayonetta and Sam Gideon return once more in the Bayonetta and Vanquish 10th anniversary bundle on PlayStation 4. We're thrilled to finally bring the frantic action and unrelenting style of Platinum Games' flagship titles to life in 4K at 60 FPS on the PlayStation 4 Pro. Um, I should note, I copied and pasted this from the PlayStation blog. I don't know if it's on other systems or not. Shit. Um, but well, it was a PlayStation exclusive at first, right? Um, it was at first, but now, you know, Bayonet is on the Wii. Um, so it may drop PlayStation first exclusively and then spread out. Maybe so. But uh, we know how spe- special Bayonet and Vanquish are to fans, and that's why it's important. Uh, they're also an important part of Sega's history. So we wanted to go big for their 10th anniversary. That's why we're happy to announce the physical release of this with a... Cool steelbook, brand new cover art for both games, produced by Weapons Ban, supervised by Bandetta director Hideki Kamaya and Sega. So this is cool. Yeah. You guys play these games? I tried playing on Bayonetta. Yeah, I actually only played Bayonetta two on the Wii U just because it got like such rave reviews. Mm-hmm. It was one of the ones I picked up once I bought Wii U cheap off of a friend. Good and call. it's such a good game. Oh my god, it Bayonetta had, is great. It had some of the most incredible set pieces of levels that were literally like making set my pieces jaw drop. yeah oh yes. i get you wiley it had some great <laughs> set pieces <laughs> no it did it, 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 no okay <laughs> no, it was good <laughs> nice double entendre i guess i don't get it her clothes or her hair oh true. her hairs are clothes her hair i think are yeah that's only when you're doing a power-up yes yeah um but yeah there's some definitely uh She's a controversial character. I like her big bun she has at the top of her head. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. No, What's inside of it? So Van- More hair. <laughs> I played Vanquish uh, as a PS3 game. I did not get very far in that one. I liked it. It was pretty challenging. For some reason, I bounced off. If I played it now, I feel like I'd probably get farther in it because I'm like pro gamer level now. Uh, pro Wiley. Yeah. Season that. So this is a tempting purchase for me. $39.99 is the price. Probably go on sale shortly. After What's that. Vanquish? I don't. For some reason, I'm not like. Vanquish is a action game uh, with heavy emphasis on sliding around and shooting and smoking cigarettes to regain your health. Ooh, <laughs> nice. That sounds rad. Yeah, it's very like. Uh, I don't know. The the visuals remind me of maybe a Metal Gear Solid Two type of vibe. Um, super cheesy story. 
over-the-top action mm. a la is typical of Platinum. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think oh, it's interesting. A, it's cool. It's a cool remaster. Hopefully it turns out turns out good. All right, that was a big news week for the first time in several episodes. Uh, that's going to bring us close to the end of our show, unless we have anything to add. No, no questions this week, it's looking like. No oh, questions yeah. this week. Wah, wah, oh well. Next time. I <laughs> like next time. Wah, wah, oh well. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if you were watching live, thank you very much. If you're watching on YouTube, also thank you very much. And if you're listening on podcast services, thank you a little bit. Very um, much. Not the, just a little bit. You're the real MVPs. Yes, you're the real yeah. MVPs. You're the real MVPs. The Madden God gives you guys a shout out. Damage me. I need new people to beat down into the ground. Let me know. All right. That's going to wrap it up for this week's show. That was the Level With You show, Level 24. We'll see you next Tuesday or Wednesday on demand. Bye. I completed the Pokédex. I did it.